from the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
started, I was wonderful idea of starting out with a very profound book about Christian faith and how we practice it in our physical tradition. But we moved on, fortunately, to uh, deeper discussions about our own faith and especially the hopes and dreams that we have for the faith of our children. And out of these discussions, I grew a Bible study. We had last week, which I hope uh, will become a regular feature of our time together. And use a method called the African Bible study method, which some of you may have used. Uh, I won't go into detail, but the primary thrust of this method is that it emphasizes personal reaction to the text rather than discussion. There is no discussion. Rather, we just share and circle what we hear for us particularly in the text. And there's no cross talk, no discussion. It's just out there after we share. And it's very powerful. And the parents and I share deeply. And one of the ideas that came out of this holy reading of the Gospel last night, which also was about John the Baptist, was the thought that parents may be called to be John the Baptist figures for our children. And it doesn't mean that the menu at the dinner table changed and wild honey. And it's not to say that parents should greet their children each day with a message of harsh repentance and judgment, especially the way we hear John described in the Gospel of Matthew Mark and Luke. But rather, parents need to think about being a voice in the wilderness of youth culture, a voice in the thicket of complicated choices and temptations that our children are faced with, we're meant to help clear the way, making a space for a more likely hearing, a more receptive hearing of the message and the practices of Jesus. This, this really stopped me in my tracks. I always thought that Christians were meant to be Christ's, little Christ's out in the world, shining our light to the world and being light to the nations. But I realized we're also meant to be John the Baptist, pointing away from ourselves to the light, to prepare the way for the message and ministry of Jesus. I think all of us, by virtue of the way we live and express our faith, have the potential to have responsibility to serve as John the Baptist figures, pointing beyond and away from ourselves towards the light that is always present. And I began to think of the many John the Baptist figures who prepared the way for me, bit by bit, as the years went by, uh, who prepared the way for me to encounter Jesus as an adult for Baptist for baptism in itself. And in fact, it turns out that some of them were rather scary. Um, I think of the headmaster of the little school that I attended for grade school. He was a priest, and he was terrified. But he made his mind. I think of the devout Christian neighbor who washed my mouth out with soap when I was about 10. I don't remember what I said, but I'm sure I haven't said it since. 
Help us 
building for ministry capital campaign, and for the faithfulness of so many who have worked for the future of our church. Joining our voices with the saints and angels of God, let us commend ourselves and one another to the living God through Jesus Christ. Let us praise the Lord. Lord, hear the prayers of your people. What you have asked faithfully to grant that we may obtain effectively the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord.
And that increase in dollars is about $40,000. And this will help us offset the losses due to attrition, deaths, and economic conditions. A closer look at our present information shows that our goals should be attainable. 72 of those who placed in 2011 haven't yet submitted a pledge for 2012. And there are about 30 families or individuals who contribute but don't pledge. If the 72 and the 30 would submit a pledge, we'd easily reach our goals of $700,000 and 300 pledging units. So we're suggesting and urging those who contribute but don't pledge to estimate what's the least amount that you're likely to contribute in 2012 and submit that number, no matter how low it may be, on a pledge card. This will be extremely helpful and necessary in determining what the 2012 budget will be. The budget will be set up by the vestry based on what and frighteningly, that's only a few weeks away. For those who would like a new or replacement pledge card, members of the stewardship committee will be back at the, back at the church after service with a generous supply of these to pass out. So, uh, again, everyone's generous contributions of time, talent, and treasure are greatly appreciated and will be helpful in continuing to operate this church with all of our wonderful ministries. Thank you, Bob. And you obviously get a pass in 30 seconds. <laughs> Good morning. I am Mama Lee, and on behalf of myself and my co-chair, um, I want to thank all of you in the parish who have contributed to my donating and helping and selling and buying our handcraft gift sale. We, uh, all the proceeds went to the building of the ministry fund, and the total is $1,318. Thank you. 
course, will be performing Ralph Williams' Magnificat, will be performing the Trump Our Peace Upon Jerusalem, a Christmas jazz trio arranged on Shellware, as well as a number of other beautiful works. It would be such a pleasure to have you.
Ascribe the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts.